Welcome to the Tear Out the Tags podcast, where you learn to remove the labels that are holding you back. Let's get started. Hello, Team Embolden. Lately, I've been spending some time on the new social media app, Clubhouse, and I've noticed something profound about the app. There's a number of people on there who are boasting relentlessly about how amazing they are, how much money they've made, how many material objects they have, or how important they are. And then you have people who are incredibly accomplished and incredibly well-connected who are humble. I personally would call these two tags cocky and humble. Through my life, I would have thought that you could only wear one or the other tag, that you would not wear the same tags at the same season in your life, but that you could be cocky during a part of your life maybe and then grow into a humble space in another season. But being on Clubhouse, I have seen that some people wear the tag cocky into rooms where they feel they are above the other people in the rooms, and then they show up as humble in rooms where they feel like they are beneath the pecking order. I find this interesting because at this point, Clubhouse is a social experiment, just like all the other social media platforms when they are delivered for all of us to become addicted to. And Clubhouse is no different. They've got plenty of people wrapped around the neck that are spending hours upon hours upon hours on the app. I suppose if I'm being fair, it is possible for you to be humble about certain things in your life and also cocky about others. Although in my mind, those two things still don't go together. But I want to share a story with you from my high school days. And this is an origin tag for me because it really came from my childhood and it was really a theme of what my family taught and instilled in us. And that was to be humble. So when I was trying out for cheerleading my freshman year of high school, I was coming from an athletics background. I had very, very limited experience in dance and quite a bit of experience in figure skating, which is very, very different from cheerleading. But I had decided that I wanted to join the cheerleading team and I was determined to do so. So I started researching what I needed to know and practicing all the jumps and doing all the things that would make me considered for the team. I'm not sure if they still deliver the team announcement like they used to, but you used to drive up to the high school, get out of your car, walk up to a board where the team selection was posted, and then walk away knowing you either made it or didn't. And it was always a really nerve-wracking thing because you would turn around and know that your classmates were looking at you for a reaction. Now, this was my first tryout of my high school experience, so my brother and my mom drove up to the high school with me, and on the way, my brother starts telling me that I have to get out of the car, walk up to the board, look for my name. If I see it or don't see it, I have no reaction, turn around, get back in the car, and we're going to drive away. I questioned him on this, like, why do I have to do this? And he said, because you need to be humble. And he said, it's good sportsmanship to get out of the car, check to see if you made the team and get back in so that you don't make other people feel bad. Now, my brother was an athlete and I trusted his opinion. He was four years older than me and had played plenty of team sports at my high school. In addition to that, my mom agreed with him. And this was very much something that was taught to us growing up to be humble is to be a good person. So I did exactly what he suggested. We pulled up. I got out of the car, I walked up to the board, I scanned the list very quickly, saw my name, turned around with zero reaction, and walked back to the car. Got in, drove away, and celebrated with just my brother and my mom. 
Meanwhile, all of the girls who had made the team were gathered around the board, jumping and celebrating excitedly and hugging each other and just having the time of their lives. But I couldn't help but notice the girls who checked the board and didn't see their name, the disappointment on their face, and how hurtful it was that these other girls were sort of rubbing it in. Now, I wasn't part of either group because I rushed back into the car and we drove off so quickly. Not only did I make the team, but I made the junior varsity team with only four other freshmen besides me. It was a really exciting thing for me given that I knew nothing about cheerleading and really had no experience. But within hours, I started getting phone calls from some of the girls that I tried out with asking me if I was okay. I remember being just 14 years old and saying, what do you mean am I okay? What do you mean? And what I quickly realized was most of them thought that I didn't make the team because of the way that I checked the list, turned without reaction, and got back in the car. So I shared with them that I made the team, we did our own celebrating over the phone, and everything was good and fine. However, as I reflect back on that 14-year-old girl, I really see how that started a habit in me where I learned to not celebrate my own successes. And sometimes it was really lonely to be the humble one when there were other girls around me celebrating, cheering, and excitedly touting all of their accomplishments. As I went through the next 20 years of my life, that pattern continued to show up, and I continued to wear the humble tag knowing that I should never be too shiny in a way that was cocky, really. So I would constantly downplay my accomplishments, I would always tell people why I could be better, And I would always try to convince people that I wasn't worthy of their praise. But what also happened is I started to attract people that would put me down rather than celebrate my accomplishments because I was always downplaying everything I did and I was always being so hard on myself in order to lift others up. I actually started to attract people that liked to see me down. In fact, when I would start to do better, They would sabotage our relationship in an effort to tank my confidence again. What I've learned about myself is that through that duration of those 20 years, that humble tag turned to meek. And meek was really a weakness inside of me, really an insecurity and a pattern of giving up my authority. So I am here to tell you that you can wear the tag humble and still be cocky enough to celebrate your wins And really put yourself out there to be shiny for other people to notice that you can offer good into the world. I hope you've enjoyed this message today and I will talk to you tomorrow.